Fibber, McGee, and Molly show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. If you want your child to have the best education you can give him, won't you get a pencil and paper to take down the address I'm going to give you at the end of this message? Unless we start preparing now. In a few years, our public schools will be as behind the times as the Little Red Schoolhouse. Because of the high increase in our birth rate during and after the last war, it's estimated that by 1960 there will be some 10 million more children in elementary schools than there are now. In fact, this fall sees the highest school enrollment in our country's history, 1,856,600 more students than last year. More equipment will be needed, textbooks, playgrounds, and above all, more elementary school teachers. To help assure your children a proper education, join and work with local groups and school boards. And for free information about how citizens and other communities are improving their schools, write to this address. National Citizens Commission for the Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York, 36, New York. Mr. McGee has gone bowling tonight. Mrs. McGee has just brought the parakeet into the living room and is covering his cage for the night. Good night, baby. Go to sleep. Cute. Suddenly, the front door bursts open and a man dashes in. He says, Hey, Molly, it's me. I came home. Why, McGee, it's only 8 o'clock. You haven't bowled more than a few Are minutes. you okay, Molly? You all right? You okay? Me? Sure, I'm fine. I was just putting the bird to bed here. Say, what is this? You and more Toops have another argument? No, this is an emergency, kiddo. Is the back door locked? Well, I really don't know. It's so early. I haven't... Here, look at the paper. Look at that. Read that. Read that. Let me see. Mrs. Eisenhower tries new hat. Oh, isn't she cute, McGee? No, no. Why, she is, too. Everybody says she's cute. Yeah, yeah, she's cute, but that's not the item I mean, Molly. Read the one about the prowler. Prowler? Right here. Says prowler robs west side homes. Citizens lose valuables to phantom burglar. Heavenly days. Well, I hope they catch him. Now you see why I called off the bowling and hurried home? If there's a burglar loose in this neighborhood, my place is here with you. Oh, that's a sweet thought, dearie. You betcha. Don't catch me walking home from that bowling alley at midnight with a prowler around. Hmm. Kramer tells me the guy broke into his bedroom last night and stole his elk's tooth, the one with the diamond in it, while he was in the front room listening to Dragnet. My goodness. From now on, we're going to make sure our valuables are well locked up. Well, I don't like to sound snide, sweetheart, but what valuables? What you mean, what valuables? There's your... And then there's the... And how about that diamond engagement ring I gave you the time I asked you to make me the happiest man in the world? And your father had it appraised, and I told him I'd give you a real one as soon as I had the money. And I will, too. That ring's got a lot of sentimental value, you know. Yes, and I love it. You know that. But somehow this phantom burglar doesn't sound like the sentimental type to me. I think he just does it for money. We got stuff worth money. My gosh, how about this wristwatch you gave me for our 10th anniversary? I know this watch is valuable because you always got more money to buy me things than I got to buy you things with. Well, I wouldn't want to see anything happen to that watch. Darn right. 
Although that phantom burglar would probably feel a little silly wearing a watch that said happy anniversary to lover from Tootsie. Oh, we're no taking no chances till they catch this guy. And don't you be answering the door at night either. Let me do that. There's your chance. <laughs> Wonder who that is. Can you see? It might be him. I don't think a burglar would ring the bell. Don't answer it. Where's my shotgun? Wait till I get my shotgun. Only gay burglars don't. Where's my shotgun? Your shotgun's over at my house, Noisy. Hi, Molly. How'd it get there, Fatso? Hi, Doctor. You left it there when we went duck hunting, Blabbermouth. Well, why didn't you bring it back, Lardhead? I didn't know you wanted it, stupid. Oh. Hi, Doc. Hi. Sit down, Doctor. Himself here's a little jumpy tonight. Pardon his impoliteness. I didn't notice any difference in him, my dear. Seemed to me to be his usual boorish, uncouth self. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> it's all right. We just read about a burglar in the neighborhood, and it's got us both a little uneasy. Not that we have much to steal, Oh, but... that's what I stopped by to tell you about. He got me last night. Yeah? Broke in my kitchen window and took my most valuable possession. The only thing I really prize. No kidding. Stole your refrigerator, eh, Fatso? No, my good sterling silver. Tea service and everything. Oh, no. Oh, he must have moved like a cat. Mm -hmm. I was sitting right in the front room listening to the radio. Dragnet? No, Dr. Christian. Oh. They performed an appendectomy last night without anesthesia. Gosh, it was thrilling. Must have been if you were so engrossed you didn't hear the burglar, Doctor. Well, I did hear a knife fall during the program, but I just thought Dr. Christian had dropped his scalpel. Ha! Lock up good till they catch that crook, kids. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, so Doctor. Now. You know, I am a little nervous, McGee, if that burglar's operating this close to our house. Don't why... you worry about a thing, baby. I just got a terrific idea. Oh, no, I am worried. And you go to sleep, Buster. I'm going to rig up a trap for that prowler, Molly, right here in our living room. A trap? Oh, now, McGee. You can help me. Get me a lot of string, some thumbtacks, my portable record player, a bottle of root beer, and three peanut butter sandwiches. Sandwiches? Yep. This may take a while, Tootsie, and working makes me hungry. Now, let's get busy. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. How long is 20 seconds? Certainly not long. Just long enough to take a drink of water, perhaps, or a half dozen deep breaths, or for a telephone to ring six times. No, 20 seconds isn't much. And yet every 20 seconds throughout the year, a fire breaks out in the United States. 4,600 fires every day that chalk up a grim total of $700 million worth of property destroyed. 11,000 people killed every year, with thousands more disfigured for life or severely burned. It's a shocking figure. And it becomes even more shocking with the realization that 90% of the fires in the home are started through carelessness. Do you smoke in bed or discard lighted cigarettes carelessly? Do you allow old newspapers and magazines and other inflammable objects to accumulate in your home, your attic, or garage? Do you allow defective electrical equipment and frayed wiring to go unrepaired? Do you use cleaning fluids that are inflammable? If you are guilty of such acts, you unfortunately may not live to regret them. Don't gamble with fire. The odds are against you. Maybe just about rigged up. McGee, check the windows again and come on up to bed. It's late. I'm just getting finished, Molly. Come on down. Take a look at my prowler trap, kiddo. Oh, I'm sleepy. Come on. I want to show you why if that guy sneaks into our house tonight, he'll wish he'd stayed in bed. I already wish I had. Heavenly days. What kind of a setup is that? Mm -hmm. 
Strings all over the living room, the record player in the middle of the... Ah, Rube Goldberg herself couldn't have thought up this one. Not and kept his self-respect, he couldn't. Explain it. Gladly. You will note, my dear, that I have the record player on the coffee table in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. And I have the player plugged in and a record placed thereon. Thereon. You will also note that I have strings tied to the player switch and stretched across the room in every direction. It looks like a king-sized spider web. Wait a minute. What's your wristwatch doing there on the coffee table? Bait, kiddo. Bait. What? Look. The phantom burglar sneaks up and peeks in the window, see? And right away, he spots the radium dial on my watch. Shining in the dark like easy money. Oh. He jimmies a window, crawls through, reaches for the watch, and bumps into one of these strings with the following result. Now watch. I bump this string. Ah, boy, oh boy. I could get a patent on this thing, Molly. When that burglar walks into this bunch of strings... McGee, for goodness sakes, the neighbors will be calling the police to come lock you up. Who's that? Probably some music lover. Answer it. Hello, Mr. McGee speaking. Oh, hello, Heck. Hector Howell next door. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah? Well, certainly I know it's one o'clock. Well, you do the same, you big... What? If you'd go to sleep, you wouldn't hear it. And you go to sleep, Buster. Come on, Molly, I'll set this needle again and let's go up to bed. McGee, are you asleep, sweetheart? What? What say, Molly? I said, are you asleep? Yeah, yeah. No, of course I'm not asleep. How can I be asleep when you keep waking me up to ask me? You still hearing them strange noises? This time I'm sure. Molly, I keep telling you my burglar alarm is foolproof. If anybody walks in this house... I'm sure I heard footsteps downstairs. I'll go see. I'll go to the top of the stairs and listen. I don't hear anything. Hey, anybody down there? See, Molly, nobody answers. Let's check the downstairs windows again. Anyhow, I'll go with you, dear. If we can just turn on the lights and look around once more, I promise you I'll go to sleep. Well, I hope so. My gosh, I was up half the night fixing my burglar trap. And if you keep me up the rest of the night, where's that light switch? Where is it? I don't want to bump onto them strings again. Whoops! <laughs> This is just real ridiculous, McGee. Well, it works, don't it? Yes, if there's a prowler within a mile, he's running for his life by now. Come on, Molly, let's go back to bed. that burglar didn't sneak in here last night and set off my burglar trap. I'd have just loved to have turned him over to the cops. It's cold, isn't it? Feels like a draft coming up the stairs, doesn't it? Hand me my robe. 
Hey, I... Thank you. I'll go downstairs and unhook the record player and move the coffee table so you can get through to the kitchen, Molly. I'll hook up my burglar alarm again tonight. Hey, the front door is standing open. What? Burglar must have jimmied it open. Took a look at my burglar trap and scrammed because... What is it? My watch. It's gone. Stole. Oh, no. With that noisy record player hooked up? How could he possibly... The record player's gone, too. What? You mean he stole that beautiful record player right off of the coffee table? Where's my coffee table? McGee, call the police. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Most of us realize that the path of life we follow is not all a bed of roses. But we can all be thankful that our lot is not as rough as that of NBC's newest Tuesday night star, Rocky Fortune. Every time Rocky Fortune reports for a new job, he finds himself in trouble. Trouble, we might add, that brings amusing and entertaining listening for you when you tune to this bright new adventure series. Direct from his hit, in From Here to Eternity, comes Frank Sinatra to add life and vitality to his role of Rocky Fortune. Listen and you'll agree that Frank Sinatra scores again with a fine dramatic portrayal when he stars as Rocky Fortune every Tuesday evening over most NBC stations. Also on Tuesday night, stay in the mystery vein with Dragnet, the true stories of your police force in action. From crime to punishment, Dragnet takes you on the side of the law through an official police case from the files of the Los Angeles Police Department. Here, Dragnet, starring Jack Webb as Sergeant Joe Friday. Tuesday evening on the NBC Radio Network. Hey, Molly, you know whose anniversary this is today? I just read about it. Radio station KDKA in Pittsburgh. It's 33 years old today. Think of that. They've been in radio even longer than we have. A little. Imagine that, since 1920. KDKA is consistently brought its listeners the finest public service programs and the best in entertainment. Yes. Congratulations, KDKA. And may you and the people of Pittsburgh have many more happy years together. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program, transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gimbel. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Laugh tonight with Can You Top This on the NBC Radio Network.